penetration and a sneak by Keaton. He fumbles on the ground, picked up by the Bears. They recover the fumble of Case Keenum. And I'll tell you, that couldn't come at a better time. Rodgers back, he pumps, he fires, and it's intercepted on the deflection. Intercepted, Eagles have the ball. Nigel Bradham out across the 20, and this game is as good as over. Football's a, a, you know, it's a contact sport, so I wouldn't say I'm a spring chicken anymore. So I'm trying to just, you know, feel as great as I can, and um, let's go close tomorrow. National Football League is here. Welcome to TSN Four Downs. I'm Andy McNamara. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, TSN 1040 Vancouver. Get the show on iTunes, on Twitter at AndyMC81, on Instagram at AndyMCSports. We're doing this show live on location for the Scotiabank Road Hockey to Conquer Cancer event at Woodbine. Having a great time here, but there are a ton of things to get to around the NFL this week as we get ready. Coming off of that really exciting and unpredictable Thursday nighter between the Eagles and the Packers where Philadelphia pulled it out. But guests today, in about 15 minutes, we'll chat with Jabari Greer, TSN NFL analyst and Super Bowl champ with the New Orleans Saints. So we'll go over some of the big news and notes and storylines with Jabari. Then the next segment after that, very excited to have my guest Mia Khalifa, D.C. sports girl, sports host to make her NFL Week 4 pick. So we'll chat with Mia Khalifa and then hashtag AskAndy for your fantasy football questions. Send them in now. Hashtag AskAndy on Twitter at AndyMC81. We'll get to our big three game picks and then a couple sleeper picks to get you ready for this weekend slate of games. Going to be a lot of fun. But let's get to the news and notes. Let's go. First down. All right, and this is going to be, I'm looking forward to this one. This is a battle of two undefeated teams for top spot in the AFC East. We know the one undefeated team obviously would be the New England Patriots, but the Buffalo Bills against the never-ending dynasty of the Patriots. This one's in Buffalo. New England is 32-4 and versus the Bills since 2001. Bills Mafia, cover your ears now. All right, TSN NFL analyst Jesse Palmer you, I told us what, what percentage chance that Buffalo has in his mind to beat the Pats on Sunday. Uh, so what kind of chance do you give Buffalo of winning this football game? Zero. Zero percent chance to beat the Pats. And you got to give it to the Bills. They're 3-0 for the first time since 2011. And Josh Allen's led him back on two fourth quarter drives to win games this year. But guys, it's the Pats. It's Tom Brady and the offense. And here's the scary thing about the Pats. You could argue their defense might be better early this year than the offense. The defense gets off to fast starts. They haven't allowed a first half point yet. They're getting pressure on opposing quarterbacks. They've had five or more sacks in each of their last two games. And they don't give big plays in the passing game downfield. Gilmore in the secondary, they're just glued to wide receivers. So if you're Josh Allen, you're these playmakers for Buffalo's offense, it's going to be tough sledding. I'm a big fan of Frank Gore. Played with him in San Francisco. The guy's 36, but I don't think he's good enough to put a dent in this Patriots defense. So I'm sticking with Tom Brady and the Pats, the defending Super Bowl champions, continuing dominating, dominating the AFC. Come on, man. The Bills, they, they beat the Bengals. Our NFL and the Giants and the Jets. Congrats. (laughs) Our NFL analyst, Jesse Palmer. All right. That was Corey Warren with SportsCenter there and Jesse Palmer. Uh, Look, I love what the Bills have done. I think they got more than a 0% chance, but I also can't disagree with Jesse Palmer on the fact that, listen, to, to be the man, 
you got to beat the man. I think this is a fascinating litmus test for where the Bills are at. They've had some cupcake matchups, but you still got to win them. Right? That's the main thing. You still have to win the games. And they've done it. Josh Allen, who I have said, if you've been listening to TSN 4 Downs, we're in season 4 now. Since Josh Allen came out a year ago, and he had that big arm but was raw. And each step of the way, from the senior bowl to the combine to the pre-draft process to after, through the, he has improved every step of the way. Doesn't have the best weapons. A little bit improved from last year. Would like it more if Devin Singletary was a bit healthier in his backfield, the dynamic rookie. But they got a shot here. Now, you got to keep it close, and New England's defense is legit. So Josh Allen's got to use his legs. Has to be smart because you know Bill Belichick is going to be throwing some exotic looks his way. All right, let's move on. Second down. All right, now one start in replacing Eli Manning, the two-time Super Bowl champ, by the way, and Daniel Jones, a.k.a. Danny Dimes, is the king of New York. All right, I'm not ready to crown him, but NFL.com's Dan Hansis gives us his take and why the Giants took a huge leap in the power rankings heading into week four. Kyle Brandt from NFL Network starts us off. Another Danny just took the league by storm. Danny Dimes, Peter's calling him Danny Crypto, and no team has moved up more of the rankings than Danny Dimes Giants, so you are in on Dimes as a player, as a nickname, as they host Washington this week. Am I right in saying that? You're right. I love everything about Danny Dimes, and it is this whole saga is, should be a learning lesson for the Twitter mob who wrote this kid off before he ever threw a pass just because they were angry with the GM and the Giants not doing what they were supposed to do. Well, guess what? You got to see him on Sunday, and this kid could play. We were talking about it on the Around the NFL podcast yesterday in terms of kind of debuts that really changed the temperature in the room. You have to go back to maybe RG3 in 2012 for a, a young kid that had a lot of hype and then completely blew up in a perfect way in his first start. I love the way the Giants have some energy around them now, and it's going to be tough without Saquon Barkley there for Danny Dines. But you know what? You got the Redskins up next. I believe they're going to be moving up the power rankings again this time next week. Uh, Listen, I like what Daniel Jones did, obviously, in that first game. We are so quick to crown people and... I know some of you might be saying, well, Andy, weren't you all over Baker Mayfield? Yes, I was, but that's, that's different. But for Daniel Jones, what are you going to do without Saquon Barkley? Why are not more people talking about that? You have the best running back in the league out for Wayne Gallman. All right, now I think Wayne Gallman, if you're thinking about for your fantasy team, I think Wayne Gallman's going to have a, a good day. Does not strike fear into the heart of defenders, and you don't have to game plan specifically for Wayne Gallman like you do for Saquon Barkley. So we'll see what Daniel Jones has. And as this goes on, I'm never ready to crown somebody until a team either has seen you twice or you have a full season. Because the defensive coordinators in this league are the best on the planet. They will figure you out. And when they do, can you then figure out how to get over it? That's the true test. So Daniel Jones, he, he, might, have, he might have a great game. He might. It's not like, again, not like they're, they're facing... A juggernaut here in the Washington Redskins, and it's at home. So he might, but I am not ready to put the crown and make him the king of New York. Let's move on. Third down. All right, first place in the AFC North on the line when my Browns head to Baltimore for a showdown with the Ravens, a place Cleveland has won just one time over head coach John Harbaugh's 12-year run with Baltimore. So it's a young quarterback showdown, right? The Ravens, Lamar Jackson, who won the Heisman the year before Baker Mayfield did. 
So Hall of Fame quarterback Steve Young answered a who'd you rather question. Steve, who'd you rather have as a QB on your team, Jackson or Mayfield? So Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, I mean, I, I don't know that I want to like make that decision right now. If I had to, I'd say Lamar Jackson just because I get the feeling with the uh, – look, the league – Offense in the NFL is becoming more college-like. It's allowing for the dual-threat quarterbacks. My tribe, I talk about it every week, my guys, like Lamar Jackson, it's going to be a kind of situation where they're going to thrive more and more and more. So with his athleticism, if he's dedicated to throwing the football from the pocket, if he's going to be an NFL quarterback and still do all that, it's going to be hard. he's going to be unstoppable. All right. Now, Steve Young, you were a mobile quarterback before your time. I get it. All right? Hall of Famer, one of the best. People... Look, don't look at just the stats. First of all, Lamar Jackson, who'd you beat, bro? Who'd you beat? You beat the Miami Dolphins, a JV club, when it comes to the NFL. An absolute joke. 59 points, so what? Then you beat the Arizona Cardinals, who also suck. Then you faced a real team in the Kansas City Chiefs, whose defense is not great also, and that score was a little more flattering than it should have been. You got brought back down to earth. Now, he has improved as a passer better than I thought he would, granted. Here is the difference why you should not, if you're an NFL team hypothesizing, why you should not think that Lamar Jackson is going to have more longevity or a better career than Baker Mayfield. Look at when he runs the ball. Now, mobile quarterbacks, why does Russell Wilson do so well? How, being a mobile guy, has he been able to stay so healthy? Because he slides and because he gets out of bounds. When you have these flash-in-the-pan or shorter-term success mobile quarterbacks, why do they fail? Because they don't protect their bodies. And Lamar Jackson should be looking no further than his backup, Robert Griffin III, RG3, Rookie of the Year, was sensational, but tried to run like he was Cam Newton, which he's not. And Lamar Jackson is thinner than RG3. He's tall, but he's skinny. And you watch his games when he runs. He takes hits. He sacrifices his body. There is no way with his frame that he will be able to continue that. He will get hurt if he does not sacrifice his body. Deshaun Watson had to have a collapsed lung before he started to protect himself. He couldn't fly in a plane last year because his lung got collapsed from so many hits. Lamar Jackson, you want a long career? You better start protecting your body. But don't do it this week versus the Browns. You can, you can still be sloppy that week. We're going to take the break. On the other side, it will be Jabari Greer, Super Bowl champ with the New Orleans Saints and TSN NFL analyst. There's a, hey, Cam Newton came out saying uh, he hid some of the seriousness of his foot injury. We will get to some Cam Newton news, some Saints news, all the big storylines coming up with Jabari Greer. After that, Mia Khalifa with her NFL game picks and Ask Andy in Fantasy Football after that. A lot more TSN 4Downs coming up next, delivered by Domino's Pizza. Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marble cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. TSN four downs getting ready for NFL week four here on TSN 1050 Toronto TSN 1150 Hamilton TSN 1040 Vancouver I'm Andy McNamara get me on Twitter at AndyMC81 
and the show at TSN Four Downs Instagram too at Andy MC Sports. We are delivered by Domino's, folks. Don't forget, get your large four topping pizza for just twelve ninety nine. How about the seven ninety nine mix and match menu? Perfect football food. It's it's rainy, it's wet outside. Don't cook, don't go outside. Get it delivered in, or check out all the tremendous deals at Domino's.ca. That's Domino's.ca. Happy to have my next guest on. He's a Super Bowl champ, and he's a TSN NFL analyst. Jabari Greer on the line. Jabari, how are you? Doing well. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing well, sir. I'm doing well. Now, right off the bat, on your Twitter handle, at Jabari underscore Greer, you have, there are, are a few 3-0 and record teams, but you have one that you're not touching with a 10-foot pole. Which of oh. these 3-0 and <laughs> teams, who's, who's kind of a, a little fugazi here? Who, who's, who's a little fake you're not tr- quite buying into when it comes to the undefeated record early in the season? Well, you know, when you have a 3-0 and record, it's hard to say that you're not... Uh, dependable or accountable, right. but I would have to say the San Francisco 49ers will be that team that I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole, and I have two reasons why. First of all is that, you know, I know that Jimmy G is, is, is putting up some magic, but the teams that they beat aren't very good at all. Cincinnati, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yep. and the Pittsburgh Steelers without a Ben Roethlisberger. Those teams have a combined one win out of the first three weeks, so those aren't teams that um, are teams that are in, in the contention. And the second reason is because they are in a tough division, the NFC West, you know, which is top-heavy yeah. with the defending Super Bowl runner-ups. If that's really a thing, can you be a Super Bowl <laughs> runner-up? Uh, um, the, the Los Angeles Rams. And also, secondly, is the perennial powerhouse, the Seattle Seahawks. Those two teams are really good, you know. So it's hard, even though – you know, Jimmy G's coming on, and the defense is looking good for the San Francisco 49ers, you know. Uh, um, you know, those guys are in. They, they're just a victim of circumstance. They're in the wrong division, and they haven't played really uh, too, too many powerhouse teams. No, I'm, I'm with you there. It's still some proving time, especially coming off of that serious injury for Jimmy G. Now, where are you all with the Buffalo Bills here, Jabari? Because, you know, there are a lot of Bills fan list, fans listen to the program. Bills Mafia up against the big, bad Patriots. This is, even if they don't win, I'm interested to just see where the Bills measure up with the Patriots after their start. And, hey, you know what? We can make a similar argument, not like they've beaten juggernauts themselves. Yeah, you know what? I like the Bills. Uh, because the Bills is one of those teams that they uh, they need the momentum, yeah, and they have it under three and zero, you know, and they look they're they're looking good. Josh Allen is looking like a player, you know, he's right. a freak of nature. He's one of those guys that you know it's hard to compare him to a Tom Brady's, but you can compare him to a uh, uh, to a Cam Newton. You can compare him to a Russell Wilson, a guy who can throw the football and also run, and is one of the most dynamic athletes uh, with his feet. So Josh Allen shows no sign of having a sophomore slump. That's why I like that. I like, I like him and the way that he's progressing right now. It's going to be in Buffalo. I mean, this yeah. is going to be a game right here that they have, if this is the year that Buffalo finally beats the New Oof. England Patriots. You know, it has to be in Ralph Wilson Stadium. I know they call it something different now. but It's always uh, New the Ralph. Era- it's always a Ralph. <laughs> exactly. But it's going to be this year because their defense is playing lights out. You know, their running game right now, even without LaShawn McCoy, looks like they're getting together. Uh, I like, obviously, I like the Buffalo Bills, but this is going to be their very first test, and I think that Josh Allen is ready for it. 
I, and, and Jabari, I'm with you. I've loved the progression and growth that Josh Allen has made since the the draft process. Because you see guys, sometimes, okay, they have things to work on. They never quite do it. But Josh Allen at the Senior Bowl was, okay, work on your footwork. Okay, he did that. Then the combine, work on your accuracy at the mid-level. He did that. And each step of the way, this guy is growing and progressing. He's not a finished product yet, but at least you see those signs that he is moving in the right direction. And... Heck, when you got that big-bodied frame, we saw that hurdle last year over uh, yeah, a player definitely. in the Vikings. This guy can, hey, all you got to do is keep it close, then you just need to make a play, right? Yeah, but you know how, how different they are right now. They have Frank Gore. They, got a, they have a running yeah. back that gets north and south. You know, yep. LaShawn McCoy, even though they had, um, even though he's explosive, one of the fastest running backs in the NFL, this guy ran laterally, and it was too many times they took negative plays. Now they have Frank Gore, a guy that gets north and south, north and south better than any other running back in the NFL. I mean, this guy is ageless. So you got a guy that gives his offense the very best opportunity to gain those three yards, those four yards, those tough, uh, you know, those tough third and ones, those tough fourth and shorts. You know, they're not, he's not going to be going lateral. So I think that being that Frank Gore's in the backfield, they have a totally different offense. Gives uh, Josh Allen the comfort and the offensive line, uh, and the offensive line comfort knowing that they can get those short yardage, uh, short yardage games. In conversation with Jabari Greer, our TSN NFL analyst on Twitter, at Jabari underscore Greer. Now, we mentioned the similarities body-wise using the legs, but with a big arm, Josh Allen to Cam Newton. Well, Cam Newton, he came out and said, you know what, he, he hid the extent of his injury, his foot injury, from the team. He's not going to rush back. But Jabari, it just looks, and this is, could be a cautionary tale to Josh Allen, any mobile quarterback, even with the size, the power of Cam Newton, his body's breaking down. Like it, it's the shoulder was ugly last year. Now the foot looks like he's. It, it could the end could be coming sooner than later for him. Unfortunately. Well, you know, I mean, Cam's been doing this for a long time, yeah. and he has been a quarterback that. I mean, he's won what NFL MVP. MVP. This guy has. He's been a. He's been a dramatic player. And I think that he's changed the, the, the way that, you know, um, we perceive athletic quarterbacks because when we said that Cam can only throw, I mean, can only run the football, he showed us that, you know, when Carolina had that great run uh, early in the, in, in the 2000, 2010s, I mean, this guy uh, stepped back there in a the pocket and threw the ball like uh, we've never seen him throw before. So I think Cam Newton, if he can get back, you know, they have the best, training staff in the world in the NFL, uh, but his age is catching up with him. And yeah. I think being a more mobile quarterback, it is a cautionary tale because we see what's going on with the running backs. Running back, our coach always said that running backs have a certain snap count. They're kind of like they, you know, once that tread starts to, t- starts to wear off those tires, you know, they are, ex- you know, uh, it, you know, it's hard to. It, it's I don't want to say it, but they are kind of expendable because you can find mm-hmm. a running back a lot of places, unless you have one like an Adrian Peterson, a guy right. that kind of transcends uh, the position. But that being said, if you have a quarterback that does like to run, you know that definitely takes a lot of that mileage off of his productivity in the back end. Yeah, and we hope just from an excitement standpoint, Cam can get back. Uh, last one for you here, Jabari. Boy, Antonio Brown, we just can't, just can't get away from him. He, uh, every, uh, Jabari, I'm not kidding you. Every Saturday we do a show, the Friday night or Saturday, he does something crazy. So he's been great material. Now now he's going at Baker Mayfield from my Browns. They're going back and forth. They're trading barbs. Um, from, from Baker's standpoint, with, with kind of the early season struggles he's had, 
is should this guy just be staying off the social media? Like, don't go after Antonio Brown. He's uh, he, he's got enough issues to worry about. Of course, you know Baker <laughs> Mayfield. I mean, the truth is, is that Cleveland Browns are one and two. They've yeah. lost two games, and um, they should have. You know, the games that they lost, they should have won. You know, so yeah, I think yeah. that you have a team that has this explosive offensive firepower. You got Odell Beckham Jr. You got Nick Chubb. Uh, their defense is playing lights out with Miles My- Garrett being one of the best uh, rushing the, the quarterback in the NFL. Uh, so they have all the pieces together. But Baker Mayfield, we've seen that he's he's had a bit of a, a slump. And we've called it, I called it earlier in the season, you know. Um, for them to be the team that gets over this hump, for them to be the team that kind of fulfills this uh, this prophecy that everybody had, Baker Mayfield has to have a season unlike un- uh, unlike any other. And he's not doing that. You know, he's, he's throwing the ball off the money. He has open receivers that he's not getting the ball to. You know, he seems kind of skittish in the pocket. He's a great player. He has a dynamic arm, and I think that he can be the quarterback that they need. It's still early in the season. It's still the first quarter of the season. Uh, but Baker Mayfield has to be able to calm down, like tune out the white noise, yeah. not worry about what A.B. is talking about. Because A.B. is a non-factor. A.B., what he does need to worry about is that Baltimore defense, and AB's not going to do anything to help him, help help him deal with that 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 crazy three uh, four that Baltimore's going to be coming back coming with. No, I I totally agree, Jabari. Great stuff, man. We could do this all day. Really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, there he goes, Jabari Greer. Make sure you get him on Twitter at Jabari underscore Greer. Super Bowl champ with the New Orleans Patriot or uh, Saints, and you can find him, of course on TSN, tsn.ca, on Twitter, giving some great NFL analysis. All right, after the break, chat with Mia Khalifa. She does NFL sports picks. She's a sports host, D.C. sports girl. Mia Khalifa gives me her NFL week four game picks next on TSN 4 Downs. Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marbled cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. Rolling along here on TSN 4 Downs. Getting ready. For week four in the NFL, coming off of that Philly win against the Packers. I'm Andy McNamara, and you're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, TSN 1040 Vancouver. Get me on Twitter at AndyMC81. Tweet me your uh, fantasy football questions there. Hashtag AskAndy. You can get the show, too, at TSN 4 Downs. And Folks, you know what? It's, it's raining here today. It's windy. Don't wait any longer if you need that roof repair. Okay, If you need to get your roof fixed, patched, a whole new roof, whatever, contact my guy Tom at megacityroofing.com, 416-419-9836, 416-419-9836, megacityroofing.com. Don't get caught in the cold. Make sure you get that roof booking in now. Still to come, we'll answer those fantasy football questions and hashtag AskAndy. Uh, we'll have a sleeper picks and also our big three game picks. But let's head to the Domino's Pizza delivery line, get a large four-topping pizza for just $12.99. I had a chance to catch up a little bit earlier to give her NFL game picks for week four, the the sports girl herself from D.C., Mia Khalifa. Have a listen. Mia, welcome to TSN 4 Downs. How are you doing? Getting ready for an NFL Sunday. 
I'm good. I'm so excited to be on here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. Hey, you know what? We know you're you're with my bookie, and there's there's a lot of interesting lines and spreads and over unders and bets we can make this week. So let's get into this one. New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. I don't know how many people thought the Bills and the Patriots would both be undefeated at this time, but here we are. And I wanted to have it. We'll, we'll go through four matchups, and you can pick dealer's choice here. You can pick if you want to bet straight up the money line, go with the spread, or the over/under. So we got the Patriots minus three twenty at the Bills plus two sixty. Pats are seven point favorites, or the over/under forty two and a half. What are you feeling about this game? Uh, I think that the Bills are going to win. Uh, wow. I got to come to this. The Bills have to take out the Patriots. It's going to happen. The Bills are technically undefeated. That's right. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, and Brady's limited. Wow. You, you know, Mia, a hot take right off the bat. I love it. That's so, so Bills straight up winners. This might also just be wishful thinking, though. <laughs> you know, I think we all just want at some point the Patriots stuff to end. And so, if there's anybody, I would just love it if it came to an end because of loss to the Bills. That'd be so good. Like it's it's good for anybody, but it just seems like in division, especially, would be great, right? Just like punk them out, Bill. Like, well, okay, quick side note: What did you think? I'm sure you saw it, of Bill Belichick being asked about Antonio Brown by the female reporter and him just giving a death stare. Like, come on, bro. That's stupid. That's standard Belichick, though. <laughs> it's, it's so true. You know what? You're, you're right. We, we what should, else do you expect from him? It's just like a death glare and then not even saying thank you. It's a come on. You know, like I, I, <laughs> I secretly think like he just he just loves loves the hate. He's got he's got to at this point. Right. It's what feeds him. It's. <laughs> He's yeah. He's like the job of the hut. He just feeds on hate. He loves it. Can't get enough of it. Okay, exactly. So Mia's going straight up Buffalo Bills. Love it. Let's go now, Mia. I don't know if you know. I am a well documented, long suffering third generation Cleveland Browns fan. Have mercy on me. I got back from the dog pound last oh Sunday. We're in Baltimore. All right, against the Ravens. Now let's go through the lines. Browns plus two fifty. So they're the underdogs. Ravens minus three hundred. Ravens seven point favorites over under on this game at forty five. Where are you going here? I'm going with the Browns. I can't stand yes. the Ravens. I'm a Redskins fan, and I hate yes. Lamar Jackson because I'm a Florida State fan, and I oh. hate Harbaugh. So the tri- I really hope you guys win this one. Mia, uh, you know what? You're already a, a, a favorite. I think you just went right to the top, man. That's that's amazing. <laughs> Browns. Hey, I hate them all too. Yes, this is tremendous. <laughs> oh, I know. You know what? The, the thing is, like everybody over saying the Browns are overhyped. How about people crowning Lamar Jackson for beating a a junior B Miami Dolphins squad? So what? Right? Like a little premature. Not, no? It's ridiculous. Also, give the Browns some time. Yeah. Exactly. It's a new team. Right? So, now, do you think the Browns will cover the spread? As, as, I guess straight up to win, yeah. But do you think it's going to be a close game or, uh, or uh, a blowout? Or how do you think? They're, you said they're a three-point underdog? Seven. Seven. Uh, no, it'll be a much closer game than that. Both teams are pretty bad, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm feeling it, it might be a bit closer, just like maybe the defenses, you know, kind of <laughs> keep, it, keep it close. All right. I just want that back to being uh, like 45th favorite. <laughs> no, it, it, you said the Ravens would lose, and so that's right up there for me. That's perfect. That's perfect. Now, you mentioned perfect. you're a Washington Redskins fan, well-documented. Okay, now the uh, Redskins, Case Keenum, we got some updates. Now, Red, uh, Case Keenum did practice, wasn't a walking boot. Looks like he will play. Terry McLaurin, who 
out of the Ohio State. He's been a revelation. He's going to be a game-time decision. I hope he plays. But they're at New York Giants. And just like we talked about Lamar Jackson maybe being crowned too soon, can we uh, pump the brakes on Danny Dimes, uh, Daniel Jones with the Giants? How are you thinking this one's going to play out? Well, we're the Redskins, so we're probably going to lose. Um, I really <laughs> wish I could say anything different. But at this point, I, I am in complete despair for my season. I hope we don't win a single game. I, it's just humiliating to be a Redskins fan. Oh, you, man. I mean, you know how I feel. I, how I feel. I, I, You're a Browns fan. You, man. Yeah, it's, you know what the worst thing in sports is when people like, they don't like taunt you. or like, hey, your team sucks. They feel sorry for you. Isn't that the worst? Exactly. Like, I can't even pretend to have faith in my team. Like, there's no trash talk that I can throw at you exactly. that I can wholeheartedly believe in right now. <laughs> I know the trash talk is like we might win, and they're like they pat you on the heads like they're there. You're like, all right, thanks. Yeah, my trash talk drops to like Canadian level as soon as I talk about the Redskins. Like we might put up a fight in the first half, but then we'll probably give you the win. Just, just totally polite and say, nah, you have it. It's okay, right? Yeah, exactly. That's how it is. Okay, so so despite that, you know what? I'm actually my pick. I'm actually going Washington, man. I think there's an upset in New York. I think Daniel Jones a little overhyped. And the Giants only a three point favorite at home. So if it's me, I'm gonna first of all I'm gonna take the over I'm gonna take the under of forty nine and a half. Giants three point fave. So are you so are you're picking the Giants, I guess, outright because it's pretty much a pick 'em, right? I am picking I'm picking the Giants because I feel like even if I do have a sliver of hope, I would curse the Redskins by picking them. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so tough to like I'll pick the Browns every week, even in their 0-16 season. And like by kickoff, don't you always like kind of like half convince yourself you're like, okay, if eight things go right, then we're totally gonna win. And then it That's exactly. That's how you like <laughs> rationalize in your head <laughs> and make it okay to like basically burn your money and set it on fire by betting exactly. on your own team. Listen, we have the sickness, but we don't want the cure for it, right? That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we keep coming back. It's beautiful. In conversation with Mia Khalifa on Twitter, you can get her at Mia Khalifa and Instagram as well. Sports host and DC sports girl. Let's go to our last pick for the week here. LA Chargers at the sad sack Miami Dolphins. And Mia, this is the first time in a couple weeks that Miami has actually been less than a 20 point underdog. It's at a sweet 15 and a half. There's no way we're going against the Chargers here, right? No, absolutely not. Um, but both teams do owe a lot of people money. Uh, they've <laughs> upset. I mean, they've disappointed every person who bets the last three, four weeks. Um, the true. Dolphins could definitely blow this, but they did fight against the Cowboys. So, yeah. Mm, so do you think they might cover? No, absolutely not. <laughs> You almost talked me. And, and, I'm only saying that. I'm only saying that because I know my manager is on the line, and he's a huge Dolphins fan. <laughs> oh, you're. Oh, oh, Jeff. So poor, poor Jeff. You know, like we said, we, we we feel his pain. We feel his pain. It's all, we're all in this together. We'll give a group hug. Uh, I'm thinking this is though, the first year where my team has been not as bad as his, right. or as embarrassing. <laughs> exactly. Um, over under though in this game, I think this might be where the money's at. Over under 44. I see the Chargers with. Melvin Gordon maybe being back. Austin Eckler being a house on fire. He's been amazing. Keenan Allen, I'm going to take the over. Most of it coming from the Chargers, but I'm kind of liking that that over on the 44. I don't know. The Dolphins haven't covered a spread in the last <laughs> six games they've played. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe that, it's that like... That was the last year. Maybe it's like 40 to like 7, and then they'll get the over under 44. You know? Maybe that's where we're looking. <laughs> 
It might be that way. Good Lord. Uh, Mia, let's finish on this one. And you can find all these odds, of course, at mybookie.ag. Uh, Mia, you got a, a promo code with them? Mia. So you, your code is just straight up Mia. M-I-A. Oh, yeah, absolutely. M-I-A, yes. Oh, yeah, it's my show. You get 100% bonus on your first deposit. Boom. There you go. 100% bonus on your first deposit with code Mia at mybookie.ag. All right. AFC South. This is arguably the most wide-open division in the NFL because of the injuries. Andrew Luck retired. You have uh, Deshaun Watson with the Texans, far from a sure thing but looking okay. Titans are as vanilla as vanilla can be with Marcus Mariota. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, they might not be the best, Mia, but they win in swag. Gardner, by God, Minshew second is everything to me right now. Uh, First of all, quick quick side note. How do you feel about Gardner Minshew like looking like 1970s Freddie Mercury? He has the stash, the open shirt. He has undeserved swag. It's amazing. I, I can't get oh, it. Oh, it's fantastic. I also love Cam Newton's style. It's so ridiculous. It's Absolutely. good. It's like Hokator. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the scarf and all that. So if we're looking at which team's odds do you like the best to lay some money on? Not necessarily maybe to win, but you're liking kind of the odds on it. The Texans are plus 100, Colts at uh, 185, Titans at 600, and Jags at plus 700. Who would you lay some money on to win the well, AFC this, South? I said this four weeks ago. Uh, I'm going all in on the Texans. I wholeheartedly believe in Deshaun Watson, and I would just like to see a Texas team that's, a Texas team that's not the Cowboys. Oh, that would be that would be interesting to me is going with the Texans. I'm going to say dark horse Colts. I think the Texans will. But if I'm going to put like 20 bucks on just a a bit of a flyer, I might take it on the Colts and Jacoby Brissett. A little bit. of They're doing better than I thought with without Andrew Luck. So um, we'll see how that all plays out. So Mia, tell people again where they can find you on social media and um, see all see and hear all your stuff. Mia Khalifa on Instagram and Twitter and the DC Sports Girl on YouTube. And don't forget to use code Mia for 100% bonus on your first deposit with my bookie. Perfect. Mia, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. There she is, Mia Khalifa, with her Week 4 NFL game picks. We'll take the break. You got any fantasy football questions? They've been pouring in. I'll answer a few. You can still get some in as well. Use hashtag AskAndy on Twitter. Tweet them to me, at AndyMC81. We'll give our big three picks, and I'll give you some sleeper picks as well for your Week 4 fantasy football lineups. We wrap up TSN 4 Downs next. Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marbled cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. To wrap up the week four edition of TSN Four Downs, TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, TSN 1040 Vancouver. If you missed any of the show, you can find us on iTunes on the TSN 1050 show page tab. I'll also tweet it all out at AndyMC81 and on Instagram at AndyMC Sports from the show page as well at TSN Four Downs. All right, fantasy football time. You guys have been bringing it on social media. Let's answer some of those questions right now. It's time for Ask Andy with TSN 4 Downs fantasy analyst Andy McNamara. You can join the conversation on Twitter and get your fantasy football questions answered by tweeting at AndyMC81 using the hashtag AskAndy. All right, so there you go. Let's bring in our producer, Arad Asvandi. Arad, what do we got for uh, hashtag AskAndy here? 
We start with at Massey85. He says it's a PPR league and he wants to do pick one. Edelman, Hilton, or Marvin Jones from the Lions? Ooh. Hashtag make it happen, maybe. Make it happen, baby. Well, there's a lot of injury designations, unfortunately, with this. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is doubtful with a quad, so that's why you want to make sure you're tracking this right up to the end. Julian Edelman is questionable with a chest, and then almost, I guess, by default, that leaves Marvin Jones, who is totally healthy. Now, he is the worst option. <laughs> If all are healthy out of those guys, I know he went off 22.1 fantasy points in PPR, right, last week against Philly. Kansas City, he's going to have an opportunity to do that again. Just from a health perspective, you really just have to go with Jones. Like, track Edelman. Sounds like T.Y. is out. Uh, track Edelman. But if, if his snaps get, uh, get docked, you might just have to go by default with Marvin Jones. So, there you go. The second one is, and I'm only pronouncing it this because the way he spelled it, from Alexandre on Twitter. <laughs> he says, my QBs are Tom Brady, Josh Allen, and hashtag Minshew Mania. Yes. Who should I start as QB1 and QB2? Ooh, now, you know I love me some Minshew Mania. Like, this guy, undeserved swagger. Like, I don't know if any of you guys are, are old school wrestling fans from, like, the, the Attitude Era. Remember D'Lo Brown? Do you remember him, Arad, where he was like, he'd have the he the massive head bobble and the shoulder, and he did nothing, He was, but he was always full of himself? That's what I feel with Gardner Minshew, the second. There's no Minshew, the first. He put his name as the second just because that's, he's a cool, he thought it was cool. So I love Minshew, the guy. The fantasy player, though, with all the hype, he's still a high teens player, still a high teens fantasy uh, output to this point. So I, I'm, I have to see a bit more to be fully confident. Now, in a 2QB league, do you take a chance on him? Perhaps. But I'm thinking you just stay right in Buffalo and do Brady and Allen because Josh Allen can get you extra fantasy points with his legs. We know that. He's been much more accurate. If it does get into some sort of blowout situation, he's going to have to use his arms. Jags are in Denver. It's on the road. Denver Broncos defense, not what it used to be, but that's a much tougher matchup. I think you go Brady and Allen in the head-to-head. Also, it's always great when you have to watch one game and most of your fantasy right? players playing that game. Yeah, Boom. it's awesome. It's it's multitasking. Exactly. Um, <laughs> last one from Sam Barr on Twitter. Hashtag Ask Andy. So I have a bit of a dilemma. If you can help, Green Bay's defense killed me, and with Josh Allen playing New England, do I go with Mason Rudolph or Daniel Jones as my Gross. starting QB? Gross. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm a victim of the Green Bay defense as well. Minus one Packers. Good lord. That's a awful way to start your fantasy week start that off with thursday night football especially if you're going up against Devonte adams who had what like 100 fantasy points in the first quarter anyway that's exactly um, my situation right? green bay defense <laughs> so mad going off against <laughs> Devonte adams so mad and, and well yeah is that in our uh, tsn four downs league uh that's in another league no that's in another league yeah Thankfully. yeah me too it, it's, <laughs> it's in the other one uh by the way folks custom fantasy rings.com is going to be the top prize plus an nfl canada jersey uh, that will be coming to first place in our TSN 4 Downs Fantasy League, which is through NFL.com, so that's lots of fun. But we're looking at Mason Rudolph, so let's look matchup here. Mason Rudolph versus the Bengals. Like the matchup, Mason Rudolph doesn't wow me. Also, oh yeah, he's got no weapons, man. He's got no weapons. Now, Daniel Jones lit it up. We talked about it off the top of the show. Major numbers, major success right away, uh, but now you're without Saquon Barkley. And you have to think, okay, what type of usage is Wayne Gallman going to get with that hodgepodge receiver core? Really, Evan Ingram, the only true reliable source, but you're facing the Redskins. 
I would have to say I don't love either, but I would go with Daniel Jones just because he flashed early and maybe can keep some of that chemistry going, especially with Evan Ingram. But I don't love either. I'll, I'll go Ingram. I'll go um, Daniel Jones there. So there you go. That's hashtag Ask Andy. Any other questions that uh, come in, we'll try to get to. We're limited on time, but tweet me at AndyMC81. Use hashtag Ask Andy. We'll get the questions there. All right, let's get to some game picks, baby. Let's go. The Big Three. Now, we had some game picks already with our special guest, Mia Khalifa, a little bit earlier, so we're going to pick three more for you. Arad, what do we got? We'll start with the battle of two undefeated teams. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in Detroit versus my doppelganger, Matt Patricia, and the two (laughs) 0-1 Lions. Chiefs are minus seven. The only difference is, Arad, you're going to have your job next year. Matt Patricia, I don't know. I mean, they're undefeated, right? Yeah, uh, you know what? I I think Matt Patricia still might get the boots. I don't think it's going to be sustainable. However, in this question, uh, what do we got? So seven-point favorites are the Chiefs. Boy, you know what? I'll pick the lines to cover because I'm, as this offense has operated so far, especially with the shootout potential, I think it will be high-scoring and close, but the Chiefs are going to win this. So I'll take lines to cover, but Chiefs to win. They're just too good. It's in a dome, too. Like, come on. You take elements away as well from Patrick Mahomes? That's like, that's a layup. I'm, I'm with you. As much as I love the former Patriot and my doppelganger, Matt Patricia, <laughs> but I'm going to pick the Chiefs because I feel like it's going to be too much of a shootout. I don't yeah. see a backdoor cover, especially if Matt Stafford's banged up. He's banged up with a hip. He hasn't missed a game since 2010. Can you believe that? That's, that's amazing, crazy. yeah. And yeah. he hasn't had the best protection in his career. so No, and that's even with that injured thumb a couple years ago as well. Okay, what's next? Next, battle of the NFC North. One of the better divisions in football right now. we got the Vikings. we got Ooh. the Bears. Soldier Field. Bears 1.5 favorites. Boy. I, this would behoove the Bears to keep this as a ground-and-pound slugfest. The over-under's at 38.5. I might be inclined to take the under. Uh, or, or pretty close to it. Kirk Cousins, so ordinary this year again. Like, man, for all that money, good on him to get it guaranteed because he wouldn't be getting that in the open market. I'm going to go Vikings here, Arada. I think um, Mitch Trubisky, this offense has to do something more. It's got to flash a bit more for me. They just seem the defense is, is good but not quite as dominant. Uh, and the run game, even though the Bears' D is solid, the run game with Dalvin Cook has the advantage. So I say a slugfest but give the edge to the Vikings. Yeah, I'm with you. The best offensive playmakers on the field are probably Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, and Adam Thielen, right? Yeah, like, I don't yeah. know if you can pick anybody from the Bears. And because no, of that, really. um, yeah, I'm inclined to, you know, as you said, under for sure, but I'm inclined to pick the Vikings because they just have more playmakers to help that QB. The Bears are not using Ch- Tariq Cohen enough like they did no. last year. You know what I mean? Like the gadget guy. I don't know why he's glued to the bench over there. No, and the uh, running back, it's committee, it's non-committal, uh, unimpressive, unimpressive. Okay, so we got that. Who's next? And our last game pick is the Sunday Nighter, the 3-0 Dallas Cowboys versus the 2-1 New Orleans Saints. The game is in the Superdome, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, but the line is Dallas by 2 and a half. Boy, I wonder how this would have looked if it was uh, Drew Brees underneath. And I wish Drew Brees was still there because that would have made it a lot more fun. Teddy Bridgewater, though, with Drew Brees expected to come back over the season, he is in a treadwater mode for the Saints. You go 3-3 three and three over that six weeks, he has done his job. And Teddy Bridgewater was on the, well, on the rise before that catastrophic knee injury. So 
It's on the road. We know they're a different team there. But, Rod, I, I can't bet against the Cowboys right now. I just can't. I think, I, I would I be surprised? Uh, and that, obviously, Vegas isn't expecting a blowout. I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints squeaked it out. But I just got to go with, okay, Amari Cooper, even if he's a little banged up, Dak Prescott's uh, been at another level. You got Zeke Elliott another week back. Tony Pollard there. You got so, uh, even Jason Witten. Like, you can go in so many different directions. I just think if they get up early and you force Teddy Bridgewater to try to come back through the air, that's where you're going to run into some problems. So I'll, I'll go with the Cowboys outright. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you there. Oh. I mean, again, it's going to be a very close game. Yeah. One field goal either side. But I'm going to go with the Saints. If they can beat the Seahawks on the road, I feel like they can take care of Cowboys at home. Yeah, yeah, and I just hope it's a good game. I would love it to be a bit of a high-scoring one because the Cowboys have been really exciting. All right, so that's the big three. Real quick, uh, sleepers from my DraftKings playbook article. You can get that every Wednesday. Uh, also, big news in the uh, fantasy world, DraftKings partnering up to be the official DFS partner with the NFL. So that's going to be a lot of fun, so track that. Uh, but for your DraftKings contest, I'm going Jacoby Brissett at quarterback for the Colts. Done a nice job since taking over from Andrew Luck, who, you know, that surprise retirement. But uh, his, his uh, uh, DFS uh, relevance, his points totals have risen each game. Most recently, 23.8 DraftKings points in the victory over Atlanta. So I like Jacoby. Track Terry McLaurin as well. If he is healthy enough to go, book him at 4,500 with Case Keenum or his college quarterback if uh, Keenum can't go, but it looks like he should with the foot, uh, Dwayne Haskins. I think he's going to be able to pop up some numbers. He has been an underrated elite level receiver, has the rookie. So check those two out, uh, and you can pop them into your DraftKings lineup there. All right, folks, that'll do it. Thank you so much, producer Rod to Chris. Back at the ranch, we're at the Scotiabank uh, Hockey to Conquer Cancer, a road hockey event here at Woodbine. Been a great time. Thank you so much. If you missed any of the show, get us on iTunes at AndyMC81. We'll tweet it out from there as well. You've been listening to TSN 4 Downs.